Hello, everyone. It is Bryson here. I'm back, joined again on Title Talk here, the best Patriots podcast there is, with the best Patriots podcast co-host. What's going on, LB? How are you? I know the Patriots are and you're probably ready to jump in your car and hit your car with my car, so we both just go out at the same time in just a nice, <laughs> not painful way. <laughs> yeah, that sounds, that sounds fantastic. Um, so I think that <laughs> yeah, you know what? First up, first, up, how are you, sir? How are you today? I mean, how how are you doing? So, did anything interesting happen today? Um, you know, did you get married today? Did uh, how's your daughter? Like, did anything important happen today? I can't remember. Uh, there really anything? wasn't much football being played today. I took my dog for a hike. Um, but no, nothing of note. Nothing of note, really. No football whatsoever because I don't like football and I don't watch it either. Yeah, man. I don't know. I'm starting to think. You know, it's it's good. It's good. I thought I heard something about the Patriots played tonight. I thought I heard something. I don't know. Truthfully, um, it's good because I actually stopped watching football. I actually made a decision. Uh, let's see, two weeks ago, actually. I think they played some team, the the Texans or the Texan Houston's, something like that. It's good because I stopped watching. Actually, as a matter of fact, as some might know, like we didn't do a podcast last week. That's actually because I stopped watching football just before the official end of the Patriots dynasty. I got out just in time. I think I had heard that they lost last week. I've heard whispers on the uh, the Twitter sphere that there was a game tonight. The Patriots versus I think it was the Patriots versus the Zebras or something like that. I, I don't know what that means exactly, but I heard some some things. I, but like I said, it's a good thing. I don't watch football anymore. I'm kind of just doing my own thing now. You know, I don't know about you, but I've moved on from football. I've decided that I'm just going to find new hobbies, maybe like collecting stamps or something like that. I'm watching MLS, actually. No way. Yeah. I'm just Are you really? Super big in MLS now. I just say, you know, regular football is kind of stupid. You know, I just <laughs> go with the European football. It's, it's yeah. much better. And if you're like, if you're anything like me, you know, go Revs, same ownership yeah, group yeah. that that the owns the Patriots. So I know that you're a big Robert Kraft guy. Um, I know that you've been really big on Robert Kraft this year, ever since, you know, ever since some some guy. Like I said, you know, I don't really pay attention anymore. I don't even know if I should talk about it because I just I'm not a football guy anymore. But how's soccer going? Is it going good? Are you enjoying the MLS? <laughs> All right, I can't lie anymore, LB. I watched football <laughs> yeah. tonight. It, it broke my heart. I guess we can just go ahead and just dissect the Patriots game from the beginning to the end as best as we can. We're going to get off topic here, but it's going to be like a it's going to be like a book and you're just going to have to read it from chapter 1 and then we'll go to chapter 7, and then back to chapter 3 and then to chapter 14 and then back to chapter 15 and back to chapter 15 again. But I guess here goes nothing. So, Patriots Chiefs Coming into the game, definitely thought the Patriots would win. I think I said 29-28. Thought the Patriots would do enough on offense, get some turnovers, score some points, look much better, Sanu much healthier, so on and so on. 
first drive of the game. I actually missed the first couple because I'm streaming the game, and it just the stream crapped out. So I missed a couple plays, but the refs were initially owning. I think the refs were owning, and they they kind of let the Patriots. They, they gave the Patriots a couple flags. They earned it, but they gave the Patriots a couple flags, and then they had the flea flicker touchdown. And from when it was seven zero, I was like, "Wow, game over!" In my head, Patriots instantly scored. Here we go. What did you think from that point? What did you think about the play? It felt great. I mean, like you said, there's a couple pass interferences. They. Sony must have gotten all five of his carries on in the first like eight plays. He had five carries tonight, eight yards. And I feel like all of that was literally on like the first five plays of the game. And so you had a you had a few Sony runs and the Patriots, you know, they they throw a couple passes on third down. They get those pass interference calls. I didn't really see the first one on Sanu, Sanu. I think it must have been a hold or something. I mean, I don't, I wasn't quite sure. The other one, the other one was quite obvious, I thought. Um I forget who was targeted, but they got another third down conversion on a flag. And then, you know, they, they run that play, the, the flea flicker there to White. Beautifully done. Touchdown pass. We love it. 7 nothing. They go on defense. They got a couple stops. And at some point, I believe it was either the first – I want to say it was the second drive that J.C. Jackson gets an interception. And I'm thinking, like, dude, like, we're in business here. I'm thinking, Cloud you know – yeah, man, I was thinking, you know, Mahomes this is like shaking his hand. We, I was like Matt Moore put on his coat. I was like, man, Matt Moore really might about come in the game. Like this is going to be the excuse machine. The Patriots are going to blow the Chiefs out and Matt Moore is going to come in the game and everyone's going to be pissed off. And wow, did that not happen? What a bad take that I had in my head right there for five seconds. What a really bad take. Hey, you know, dude, look, I like I said, I was getting – the J.C. Jackson pick, man, I started thinking, oh, this is going to be this kind of night. This is going to be like that. This is going to be the Patriots, like, real big marquee win of the season, basically, because you can have the cow. I mean, the Bills are obviously a good football team, but, I mean, I just don't think. I think people hear Bills, and I just think that, you know, they're not going to give them the credit they deserve for that win down in Buffalo, even though it was a hard-fought win. As we saw today, They even the Ravens had a tough time putting those guys away today. And then, you know, I thought this was for a few moments looking like it could. Be, and then the Patriots Actually, don't manage to LB, get any I points. Have, that, I have the drives if you want to get drive by drive here. If we can please remember. do. Please okay, do here, because, yeah. It might, it might keep us on task. All right, so you said interception. The Patriots got the interception. So then the next Patriots play, run on first down, incomplete Watson, incomplete Burkhead, punt, instantly punt. Then the Chiefs get the ball back. They start moving the ball a little bit. I think there was a third down. There was a third down where Mahomes incomplete to Watkins. Gilmore had a nice pass breakup. So then they have the field goal. So then it's 7-3. Nothing really of note to talk about. So then the Patriots get the ball, and they move the ball a little bit. They're moving the ball. A couple first downs. They start to look good. And at this point, I was like, man, Tom Brady's having a pretty good night. Like, he's... He looks good. He's getting the ball to open receivers. Then the field goal unit comes out. You know, the punt team owns, the punt block team owns, everything about special teams owns, except for the field goal team, because the field goal team trots out and the kick is blocked. And from then on there, it just felt like really bad things happened. Really bad things happened because the very next drive, Mahomes gets the ball. Seven plays, 58 yards, touchdown, three minutes instantly. 
goes from seven zero to it's now ten to seven. I think I think let's see how they scored. It was a nice long drive, but that was the how did they score on this play? Oh, it was to Hardman, Mikkel Hardman. Forty eight yard yeah, it was a forty eight yard pass. I think John Jones right john jones kind of got burned he's had a couple he's probably had a couple bad weeks here but john jones gets burned and now it's 10 to 7 now what are your thoughts at this point ob you know what 10 to 7 i'm thinking look a couple things didn't go your way i still i'm still feeling pretty good though you know even at 17 to 7 i was still feeling pretty good before we even get to 17 to 7 now i believe at 10 7 oh yes the next it thing that bad. Happened, <laughs> yeah the, the Tom Brady interception, I believe, right? That's that's the next possession. 10-7, Patriots get the ball picked off, correct? Yeah, you're right. Uh, Tom Brady drops back. I think it's man coverage. Edelman actually beats his man so bad that his man drops so far back, and Tom Brady doesn't see this and throws it right to him. And uh, bad play, Tom. Throws it right to him, interception, and at this point I'm like, man, wow, it's it's really switch start to switch quick. What happened really fast, dude. It was like an it was like an avalanche, you know. And then you go from seven nothing, you get a big turnover, then all of a sudden you're looking at ten nothing at least. Your your kicker who just you know these kickers suck. And can we just speak real quickly, of course, on so who got beat on that field goal block? Of course it was Marshall Outhouse, as you've come to dub him. My God, he. He effing sucks. Like, I want to swear so bad tonight. And I might drop in a I, – I used to drop – anybody who's been here for the past year or so knows I, I used to drop a lot of F-bombs. I have learned to re- – I just didn't like the way it came across swearing too much, so I've just gotten much better at dropping F-bombs. This guy makes me want to just swear all night long. He's just – he gets on the field for, like, one play a game now, and he still finds a way to just absolutely just destroy everything. That he get his guy beats him because I guess Pete, from what everybody's saying, you know, he blocked the, the wrong guy. He went one way. He's supposed to always go the other way, you know, and he just blows it. So Marshall Outhouse, Marshall Newhouse, just sucks once again. This guy sucks. And then you just have that happen. And then you have you know ten seven whatever. I'm still feeling. And then Brady goes, you know, every week I feel like Tom does that one play. We just like, like what are you doing? Like, what was he doing, man? I don't. I still don't quite understand what he's. It looked like. I thought it was funny because if anybody has ever played Madden, the way that Lacoste, like his hands went up for the ball. I don't know if you noticed that. His hands actually like went up for the ball. Like he was expecting to make a reception, but yet the rest of his body didn't move. I don't know. If you get a chance to watch replay, watch his hands. Like like he wasn't expecting anybody to step in front of him and accept the ball. He just like kind of thought it was coming to him, but. Regardless, it wasn't Lacoste's fault. I don't know, you know, whatever. It was just a crappy play. This game is frustrating, man. So what happens next? Now what happens? This this should be fun. So we're at 10-7, right? No, 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 no. Right, yeah. Yeah, you're right. Interception. One play, first down, interception. So then Kansas City gets the ball back, and we're thinking, you know, please hold them to three at least. So they get the ball. Call timeout. The Patriots, at, they get it to third down, and then he passes to Kelsey, gets the first down, which, by the way, I kind of really felt like Gilmore should have been on Kelsey. Maybe I'm wrong for that. But, I mean, the Patriots defense did allow under five yards per play. I think they allowed like 4.7 or something. They held the Chiefs to like 1.3 yards per play under their average. So I don't really know what I'm complaining about, but I just felt like on those situations, Gilmore maybe should have been on Kelsey. But, 
So then it's sec- it's first and goal after that. An incomplete pass, no gain, and it's third down again, and Kels gets the four-yard touchdown run where it looks like the Lamar Jackson offense and Kels has the ball, fakes everyone out the whole entire defense and just walks into the end zone. And now it's 17-7. I just... Jonathan Jones was just a disaster again tonight. Oh, man. I just... There's so much that went wrong here tonight, man. I mean, I don't know. I just don't know. I still feel like the Patriots can win the Super Bowl. We're at 17-7 to now, right? So I'm getting a little ahead of myself here. But, all right. You know what? Just, just carry on. Cause, so I, I do know that uh, the cheat that the Titans uh, that the Chiefs eventually go into half with a twenty to seven lead, correct? You are correct, LB. And and so at that point, my mentions are getting lit up. You guys are getting destroyed. They're getting their asses kicked. You know, Chiefs fans just having a field day, loving it. Like this yeah, is going to be like us. a fifty. Ignore the news. You know, I, I just at times I think I just need to do a better job of of ignoring the noise. And not losing 30 followers in a span of like an hour. That's <laughs> yeah, great. If people don't like what you have to say, then they can get out of here anyway. So it's first and 10. Patriots get the ball back. And you and I are probably thinking, you know, 17 to 7. You know, it looks bad. But one score here, it's all over. I mean, they, they've moved the ball. They've looked, they've looked decent when they've got the chance aside from the interception. So James White has a nice long run. They run the ball. Edelman gets his... I think it's thousands yard for the year. And then he actually passes Troy Brown for fourth in team history. There's an incomplete pass third down. I think Jacoby Myers, this is where Jacoby Myers has a drop, right? Third and seven, right? Yes. I'm I think I'm right. Think so, third and so seven. The- okay. I'm right. Third and seven. Um, Tom Brady has the passage. Jacoby Myers hits him right in the hands. He drops it. And the very next play, it's fourth and seven. Brady's got, Brady's got a guy in his face, and of course the goat Tom Brady usually makes his play, hits a guy in the hands on an out, Edelman, but this time it doesn't happen, goes out of bounds, fourth down, they give the ball right back to Kansas City. You yep. remember this play? Oh, of course, yep. Are you, are you still talking about the same uh, outplay? Yeah. So it's something that I've been talking about for a couple weeks, I know Patriots fans don't like it. I know that. I, th- I think you kind of disagree with me slightly. This is where I see some of Brady's arm looking differently to me at age 42 than it did even at age 40. Those outs, man, they've become they've become adventurous to say the least. They are becoming increasingly difficult for him to hit. In my opinion, they just don't look good. Sometimes they they're either high or sometimes they're a little you know underthrown, and the guy winds up short of the sticks, but. You know, it seems that those outs and teams not respecting it has allowed them to flood the middle a little bit more. You don't have Rob Gronkowski here, and it has just been not – I just – you know, I have so much going on in my mind from this game, and I'm just thinking, like, you know, they lost another big game. They lost to another good team. Tom Brady's missing some throws. But so we're at 20-7 to now. At that point, I mean, it was feeling pretty disastrous. Now I know I know what happens next. I f- if I recall correctly, our favorite thing in the world happens next. Day. Our, our favorite team, especially not only like in but like the Patriots easily. What's what's your favorite unit on the Patriots right now, Bryson? 
Oh, the best team on the Patriots is easily the punt team. Aside from when they go when they go twenty one personnel with a Landon Roberts, it's easily punt team. <laughs> yeah, everybody loves that exactly. Landon Roberts, man, more Landon Roberts has, has never hurt anybody, except for maybe in two thousand seventeen. It was probably not always that fun, but so now I believe that was the next drive, correct? That the punt team did their thing and they they wanted to block on the punt, and then the Patriots actually wound up getting a touchdown off of that, correct? Let's see here. So, let me see. Punt. See, on this it says, at the end of this drive, that they punt it to the New England 22. So, does that mean that if they punted it to the New England 22? Okay. This isn't the punt block. So, yeah, because the punt block, if it was the block, it would probably say Kansas City. 42, right? Or 22, right? The block punt was in the second quarter. Okay, so what the hell am I doing here? I'm a a little... So the block punt was in the second quarter here? Did did we already go over that? And I just totally forgot. It's like my mind's in a million places right now. So the Chiefs punted. The Patriots the ball. They don't do anything with it. Um, Of course. That's the drive where Tom Brady throws it in the ground to Matt Lacoste. And Jake Bailey gets a punt. Patrick Mahomes gets the ball back. 10 plays, 74 yards, one minute, and the touchdown play is the – wait, no, it is a field goal play. Ends up being 23-7 Pats. 23 Chiefs, 7 Pats. Mm-hmm. And then the Patriots get the ball back, and at this point I'm like, man, the Patriots should just go for it. It's 20-7. to You have nothing to lose. The Chiefs get the ball back. Go for it. They have the short pass to Edelman. Tom Brady gets the sack. And by the way, I just want to say, my main man, who I love very much, Isaiah Wynn, just doesn't look like he has his feet under him just yet. But I'm hoping and praying that we get the Trent Brown, Isaiah Wynn resurgence for the playoffs because, he, I mean, he is a rookie. It's been a month. I think I think from what I've seen from Isaiah Wynn, he'll get a lot better. But he really, he actually has been struggling a little bit. He's done a lot of good for the offense, but he's also struggled a little bit. And this is one. Of, I think this is one of those drives. Brady sacked at the forty-two. They don't do anything with the ball, and that's halftime. And now, what are your halftime thoughts, LB? It's halftime. Oh man, halftime. I was I was thinking. Nothing good, man. You know, I was thinking, what the hell is wrong with this football team? They're getting their asses kicked. They just, you know, at that point I had tweeted something to the uh, to Patrick Mahomes' girlfriend there, so I was a little preoccupied with my mentions getting destroyed because I said something to her about banging Patrick Mahomes. I don't know. Apparently it rubbed some people the wrong way. Well, you know what? Sorry, I guess. You know, I'm not sorry, but whatever. So I'm thinking this sucks. This is not fun. This is not a fun time. The Patriots are not playing good football. You know, I, I was kind of kept thinking, like, I didn't want this game to be a blowout, man, you know? And that was really my biggest concern at halftime. I was like, oh, God, can they at least just make this an interesting football game? That was really what I was thinking at that point. Because it felt like it was trending in a bad direction. Yeah, it really did. It really did, especially after halftime. Again, they don't get any points. They don't get any scores. And it just kind of felt like they weren't moving the ball at all. So then after halftime... In quarter two, the Chiefs get the ball. Let's see. The Chiefs get the ball. 
Then they get the field goal, right? Yeah, they get the field goal. So it's twenty to seven and a half, right? Mm-hmm. That's correct. Twenty, 20 to seven 20, and a half. Twenty to seven and a half. The Chiefs get the ball back. They get the field goal. The Patriots get the ball back. Three plays, negative five yards. Really they good drive. They don't do anything with it. <laughs> Tom Brady gets sacked on third down by Chris Jones, where I think Shaq Mason gets beat really bad, if you remember. Is that the play where Chris Jones was talking, really running his mouth, telling Brady to go back to the sidelines? One of them was. I believe it was Chris Jones that was telling Brady to go back to the sidelines. They were really getting into it face-to-face. Jones is kind of pointing to the sidelines, saying go back to the sidelines, which of course pisses me off. Cause it's like, F you, buddy. Who do you think you are talking to Tom like that? You know what I mean? It's very that's frustrating. Our that's our Tom. You don't do that. You don't do this. That's the king. <laughs> that like it really did kind of bug me. It's like I was saying. I know that it's like that's when like your mind goes into full on cringe mode. And I was thinking, buddy, Tom Brady has six effing Super Bowl rings. You have one absolutely nothing. Shut up, you absolute bozo. And then I'm thinking like, man, that would just be so cringe. Like if I was to tweet that or something like that. But it's like I was thinking it, man. I really was. I was thinking it. I was Facebook. T- I was Facebook. Patriots Facebook there for a minute in my in my mind. You were, you were. Actually, I think let's see. Was there there was a fumble on the next drive and the Chiefs picked it up? Am I right? A fumble? So the Patriots fumbled it is what you're saying? It says third and ten. Patrick Mahomes passed short left to Spencer Ware for negative eight yards fumbles, but he recovered it. Yeah, that's right. Yes, I, I remember that fumble. Play. They're, they're in their own territory. They fumble. Adam Butler and J- Jamie Collins are there, which, by the way, Jamie Collins showed up. Jamie Collins was laying the hit stick. He was playing a really good game. Love Jamie Collins. Love that guy. One of, one of the, over few, the field tonight. Yeah, one of the few guys who just had an absolutely outstanding game. So here's LB's favorite play, guys. So they, the Chiefs <laughs> run out there. The Chiefs run out there, and they're thinking, you know, we're about to punt this ball, but little do they know. That the punt, the punt return team, along with the punt team, is just owning, and they get the block. They get the block, and the ball bounces out of bounds, unfortunately, because the Patriots were ready to recover it. So it's very unfortunate. But then the Patriots get the ball back, and two plays, boom, touchdown, 13-23. The Patriots are right back in it. Brandon yeah. Bolden gets in the game, and we've been kind of clamoring for Brandon Bolden to get in the game a little bit, and here yeah. he comes right in the game. It works. He just knows what to do, scores, and the Patriots are back in it, LB. Jet sweeps with Brandon Bolden, just like we all predicted it would be back in August. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> He's back. Only plays. He's save the <laughs> season. One of your only plays in the red zone that actually works, like of like the friggin' hundreds of plays that you have, one of the only ones that actually works is the jet sweep to Brandon Bolden. Like, I mean, come on, man. This is where we're. I can't believe that's like an actual reliable play for this I'm team. I'm not even gonna complain, OB. I've seen way worse. I'm, I'm, you're right. Red zone offense. I'm not you, even. No, you're you're, you're the, absolutely the right. Could check Isaiah Wayne as an illegal as a legal receiver and like try to pass him a ball and be like, yeah, you know what? I'm not too weirded out about that. You know what? It's legal, illegal. I'll take it. It's the I don't care zone. if it's illegal. <laughs> LB, this is where the game starts to get really weird because the Patriots start giving us life. It's 13-23. The Patrick Mahomes gets the ball back. They start moving the ball a little bit. John Jones gets a completion on him. Travis Kelsey gets the completion. It's third down and two. This is a money down. They're at the New England 
37 LB. We're, we're on the edge of our seats. Are they going to get the stop? Are they not going to get the stop? And then the unthinkable happens. This is where it starts getting weird, LB. And I don't know. Can you remind me, was the Watkins play before this or is it right after this? I'm trying to remember was, where we're at here. After, so dude. I think it was after. Okay, all right. I think it was I, after because I, I remember tweeting about it and I was irritated, and I think I was already irritated by this. So I think I think it was after this. So Mahomes drops back, gives it to Kelsey, and I think Gilmore punches it out, right? Or I believe it was Devin McCourty. I believe it was Devin McCourty. Yep, great play. Yep. Really heads-up play. Fantastic awesome, play. Awesome play. Awesome play. D-Mac knocks the ball out. Gilmore gets the ball. And starts running with it, which, by the way, I think he probably gets tackled. But at the very worst, LB, he's at like the 20 or 30, right? Yeah, absolutely. I thought he, personally, I thought he was going to score, but I, I can't lie and pretend like I, you know, I, I can't, I can't maybe say he I does. was positive. Maybe he does I, maybe, I wasn't maybe positive. He maybe he does score. We don't know. But, but the refs do this thing. And you know what? All year long, I've been watching football and they've, they've been talking about it and all sorts of these broadcasts where they put emphasis on not ruling these plays dead, these fumbles and just letting the teams play it out. And this time I know there was another example of where they blew it dead and they shouldn't have, I think it was a saints Falcons game, I believe, but this time they call it dead while Gilmore has the ball is running with it. Clear fumble. Kelsey's in the air. McCourty punches it out. The officials blow it dead. And I'm, livid because you just can't challenge this and it's like sure the Patriots get the ball back but they also just lost like 40 yards and how much if you had to like if someone walked up to you and be like hey hey buddy I know how the Patriots can get 40 yards how much would you pay how much would it be LB dude my god it would be worth every freaking I mean right like, now like, this yeah, Patriots you know, offense that's huge bucks. 20 bucks 20 it's bucks? huge right now this, yeah, this Patriots offense is a disaster yeah, so they need all the help they can get, and the refs kind of take that away. Really shitty, and the Patriots end up scoring a field goal on this play. I'm trying to see what the last was. This the and and you know what? What makes it even worse, LB, is after this was the Nikhil Harry non touchdown, right? Yep. Yeah, it yep. was same drive, same drive. Yep. Exactly. So the Patriots it all get the ball in a matter back. of minutes. LB and I are livid. We're texting each other. He's like, F this game. And I'm like, F this game. And we want everyone, every official fired and to be just absolutely slandered across the nation and the entire world. So the Patriots start moving the ball again. We're getting happy. The momentum is all with the Patriots. You know, it's, it's 13 to 23. They have the ball. They just got an awesome, awesome fumble. But they kind of got screwed. So then they take their shiny toy, Nikhil Harry. And they say, look, he's good. He's good with the ball in his hands. Here you go. Harry scores. No doubt about it. His foot are in bounds and the refs blow him dead. And by the way, the most cowardly thing that happened today was afterwards. The refs were talking about how, oh, there was a defender blocking my view. No, 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 Unreal. no, no, shut Unreal. up. Shut up now. What you do is you, you you see Harry hit the pylon, and you so assume that he score, and if you get it wrong, you can actually just get the ball back to the three or whatever they spotted the ball, wherever the hell they spotted the ball. You just spot it there. This was – it was so bad, LB, especially hey, after the Gilmore call. I mean, I was super pissed. Listen, man, I, here's how I feel about it. They were, in my opinion, very aware that the Patriots – I, I have never been one to complain about the refs. I don't know if you like. I get mad when Me people too. complain about the refs. I really do. I hate it. I loathe it. 
this was the worst officiated game I've ever seen. And it wasn't just that it was, it felt sketchy as hell. It, in that, in that instant right there, I felt, boy, it's like the refs are a, aware. It's LB, like they knew the Patriots. Their explanation was that there was a defender in their way. That was so their then, explanation. It's like, so if the defender's in your way and you can't see it, why did you blow it dead? Like, it doesn't make sense. Like, That's the best okay. part. He's in my way, but you know what? It's like, you did, if you didn't see it, rule it a touchdown and then go back and then prove yourself Bingo. wrong. But it's like, it, but it, in that instance, they were aware that the Patriots did not have the ability to challenge anymore. They knew, and they said... Well, they can't challenge this one, and this is where I, this is where my mind starts. Maybe, and I start. I think to myself, I think they did. You knew the Patriots didn't have any challenges left, and they said, "Well, too bad, so sad. We're gonna call this this way, and they can't challenge it. They're shit out of luck." That's how it felt to me. I don't care. This game felt sketchy. I've never blamed the refs ever. Never been a person to blame the refs. This game felt sketchy. Super Bowl Fifty Two felt sketchy with some of that crap. Troy Vincent being up in the booth. Same. Dickhead who handed down Deflategate punishment. By the way, he wasn't supposed to. To Tom Brady, you know, after he had lost the Super Bowl to the Patriots, of course, when he played for the Eagles. This felt, this game felt sketchy. And and people would cry. Oh, man, the Patriots got these calls in the AFC. Ch- Shut up. There were so many calls the Patriots didn't get in that AFC championship game. First off, you can go back to the friggin' obvious illegal a legal man downfield or whatever the hell you want to call it, the, that play that led to a touchdown on the screen there. And then you had, of course, earlier in the game, Dorsett gets mugged in the end zone. No, Luckily, he caught it because there was no pass interference call. There were so many crappy calls Patriots didn't get in that AFC Championship games. And for months, I've had to listen to Chiefs fans just cry, absolutely cry. Uh, you guys you are imagine if this is an arrowhead, LB? Imagine if this, this is an arrowhead and Tom Brady and um, – Patrick Mahomes doesn't get this call. Ima- just, just imagine for one second. Just imagine, like, just imagine Tyreek Hill reaching for the pylon, getting it, and then after the games, the refs are like, yeah, you know what? Well, you know, there was a defender obstructing our view, and we really didn't see it, and you didn't have any challenges, so you couldn't challenge this. And holy shit, this was awful. This was awful. This was awful. So I mean, so it, let's let's just you know, so it starts with. In my opinion, you're probably going to score a touchdown. I know Tony Romo said it, and who am I to – Tony Romo gets a lot of things right. Sometimes he speculates and sounds like an absolute friggin' moron, by the way, which I, at some point, man, we need to get some – so this guy could be a total – he can be a total clown sometimes, Romo. But start around the day. He's saying it's going to be a scoop and score. So I immediately start thinking, great. I just know this Patriots offense – I mean, there is no sure thing. You can give them the ball at the 10-yard line, and they can find a way to walk out of that thing without points. I mean, they have just found ways to not score this year all year. They are just incredible at not scoring with good field position. So I'm thinking, great. I mean, so now you took a score off the board, scoop and score. It looked like it was scoop and score to me. They stopped the play. Great. Great job. All year you don't do it that way. But now, all of a sudden, Travis Kelsey, you're just going to blow that play dead. Why? Nobody knows because you just decided to. And, and you're somehow what you would deem your better moronic, just fucking moronic. All right. So then you have, then it comes out where now you're gonna, you see Harry blade. I mean, he obviously scores and he wasn't even close to the, like I watched the police, you know, sometimes you watch a play live and you just say, Oh yeah, dude, that's a touch. And like, you know, it's a touchdown because you watched it happen live and your brain told you and those little things that shoot off in your brain. It immediately says to you, Hey, touchdown. 
and like you're positive. It's and then you see the replay and you say, hey, yeah, it was definitely a touchdown. Like, how did that not happen here? That somehow a play that was blatantly a touchdown doesn't even turn out to be a touchdown, and then you can't even challenge. Like it was unreal to sit there and watch this all go down, and then you can't challenge it. So people can say whatever they want and cry all they want about the Patriots getting calls. What was tonight? And this wasn't the first time the Patriots have been jobbed on calls. So give me a break. Friggin' bozos. This is when I wish that more, you know, this is when it would be nice that more idiots actually would, would just tune in sometimes so, so that they could actually just hit, learn here. I, I'm ranting, man. I should probably let you, you know, let you get back on here. I'm sure you have plenty to say about it, but I'm sorry. Blatant, obvious touchdown. David Portnoy, of course, quoted you on this, your tweet that that's going a little crazy. And Kelly Harry already tweeted it tonight. Obvious touchdown. Somehow it's not a touchdown. It's bullcrap. And then, of course, my favorite player who – this is a man that I've grown to just absolutely just hate, just have absolute disgust for, Jacoby Myers. What does he do? They throw him a pass. Of course he dropped. This guy sucks. Can we talk about how bad Jacoby Myers sucks? He sucks. I was getting ready to say I'll be uh, – I like the rant. I really appreciate it. Actually, this, the Rams just threw a pick six to the Seahawks, and I really actually just loved to see that while you were talking. So it was just – it was a doubly awesome thing for me to hear. And <laughs> Why'd you see love with to see my, it? It was like just stimulation with my eyes, and you're just stimulating my ears. It was just very, very good. It's 21-10, not right now. But the next play I was going to talk about was Jacoby Myers, who Brady throws him a ball, and it's an awesome ball. It's a low. It's just where it's supposed to be. And you're thinking, awesome. And they start playing the music, and then you see Brady's face, and he's like, oh, my gosh, this guy. By the way, they they actually called that one a touchdown at first. They actually called that one a touchdown at at first, and that thing was a blatant non-catch because Myers blows. How ironic is that? It was like um, I had a kid over here that we know, our good friend Denley, was over here watching the game with me, and he was screaming and yelling that it was a touchdown. But I was like, dude, the ball just laid on the ground. That wasn't a touchdown. Harry's touchdown was even more clear than that. And then not a touchdown. Brady is obviously just really pissed off. Did they? Was that on third down? I believe it was third down. I could be wrong. I don't know if you still have the chart in front of you. I, I still got it up. Let's see. It was third. It was just to see it was second down the first so then, down play was like a just a loss immediately down. it was disaster yeah. because because then brady gets sacked the play after that and then they have to take the field goal yeah awesome that was awesome awesome yeah. drive can, so they, they took 14 points away right because of this i think we so what happened it, what happened yes please do what happened because of this is that we're eventually going to talk about it but just cost the Patriots four points in their last drive when they were driving. They were trying to score a touchdown to tie the game instead of kicking a field goal and hoping for overtime. And we all know what our main man Tom Brady does in overtime against the Chiefs LB. I mean, we all know. We all know what's going to happen. Tom Brady's going to get the ball with the shitty offense, driving down the field, score, or Patrick Holmes is going to throw an interception to – Stephon Gilmore and he's going to take it to the house or Jamie Collins or someone like that at least the Patriots are going to have a chance and they're going to have life and they're and you feel really a lot better about this overtime game but no not now that no the game is completely changed now and by the way um Belichick has had to take take a few timeouts because of challenges so now they have one timeout left and the game's over after the Patriots last possession Oh man, how much is that for? Like you just said, so it's awful. They and, took and the four points th- off the board, and then you lose by. You could have taken if you got a touchdown there. You kicked the field goal instead of throwing a Julian Edelman on that last play. Common yeah. sense, right? 
Exactly. So then the Chiefs get the ball back. They do nothing with it. So then we're like, oh my gosh, really? Is this going to happen? Because as soon as this happens, I'm like, man, you know what? It's not the Patriots night. They just got jobbed. This is ridiculous. For t- and But then the Patriots, the, the defense really fought. And I actually love to see it. I mean, they held the Chiefs to 23 points. I mean, people are calling them frauds, but the, the Patriots offense may be a little bit fraudulent. But the Patriots defense absolutely showed up on this day, held them to under five yards per play. Patrick Mahomes didn't really have that good of a day. But then in clutch time, when you really needed it, the Chiefs had to punt. Then the Patriots get the ball back. Patriots run on first down. I think they were running on first down on most of these drives just to kind of get the clock winding so Mahomes doesn't have the ball all day long. But they get a couple first downs. Tom Brady has an income. I think he had that throwaway on third down when he was outside the pocket. He was trying to make something happen. He, he, Tom Brady also had the the rush LB. <laughs> the, he had a couple runs tonight. And the last one when Bill Belichick was pumping his hands, that was on the last drive, right? Yes, that sir. Yes, it, it was. Yes, was the, yes, it was. was. That was start. awesome. I just got ahead of t- ahead of schedule here, but I just kind of wanted to bring that up. But then the Chiefs get the ball back. They do nothing with it. They do absolutely nothing with it. On third down, Tyreek Hill does nothing with the ball. They punt it, and the Patriots get the ball back. Four minutes to go, I think. Right, LB? Four minutes to go. Yeah. Five, four minutes, something, and change to go. The Patriots get the ball back to tie the game. And we're like, man, is this really going to happen? Tom Brady's really going to catch, get this ball and tie it up despite getting jobbed all night long. And Brady was doing it. Brady scrambled a couple plays. Brady had, had a couple nice passes to Edelman. And then here it comes. And what what's not going to be talked about and overlooked, I think, was this the drive LB with Philip Dorsett's pass interference that they didn't call? Disaster. I think it, I think it was. Correct. It was third and it was third and six. LB and it's amazing they actually picked it up because it was third and six. So third and six. Tom Brady passes to Dorsett, and the Patriots don't have any challenges at this point, which they could have just went right down the field because Dorsett gets absolutely mugged. He gets mugged. If you look at the replay, I know Patriots SB49 posted it. He gets mugged, and there's just no fans or butts about it. The officials don't call PI, and it probably doesn't even matter if you throw the challenge flag at that point because the officials are being stubborn assholes. Can can we talk about that, by the way? Unreal. They were just – Just all year long, we like – can someone decide what pass interference is? Like, stop being a stubborn ass. Because the, the reports are coming out that the refs are ups. The refs' feelings are hurt that people can now challenge pass interference, and so they just they're just not calling reverse and pass interference calls for the most part, which is horrendous. So I can imagine a world where the Patriots actually do have a challenge, and it doesn't even matter because the refs don't overturn it. So that happens. And then they get the fourth down and Brady scrambles. Belichick is pumping his fist. And I'm like, Oh my gosh, this is going to happen. This is really going to happen. Brady's into it. I'm into it. You know, we were just out of it 20 minutes ago and the Patriot season was over, but now inject this new life into my veins. And then what happens? LB? Well, that went awesome. That went great. Then as we all know, what happens next is, um, I'm trying to think of the sequence of plays that goes down after the Brady scramble. So now they had Lacoste, a couple plays that got them to, down there. The ball to Lacoste that was a little off, but just a really, yep. really tough throw. 
Then he gets it to Edelman on third down, and then fourth down, and it's just like a for this fourth down play. It's just like a microcosm of the Patriots' entire season on offense so far. They drop back. It's Julian Edelman or bust. <laughs> and Julian Edelman gets one-on-one coverage. Brady gets pressured. There's a guy in his face, and he throws the ball. And a lot of people talk about when you throw in the end zone, you either want to throw it high in a way or you want to throw it low in a way. And this is one of those balls where Brady just kind of had to put it where he put it because it was off his back foot, and he it was – it was a great ball, but it wasn't the perfect ball because he was getting pressured. And if he just had that extra half a second LB, he's throwing. We know what my our man Brady does with those balls. He throws it low at Edelman's feet. Edelman catches it, goes right into the end zone, touchdown. But that didn't happen on this time. Breland gets the breakup. The Patriots don't have any timeouts left. The game is over. The dynasty's over. And the dynasty's the, over. That's it. I mean, they're ten and three. The the page, they're having an awful. They've lost two in a row. And can you, LB? Can you do? They this can only win me? thirteen games max. They can only win a maximum of thirteen games this year. LB, when is the last time a team, a team in the modern era, lost two games in the month of September and the, lost two games in a row in the month of December and won the Super Bowl? Can we? Do we know this answer? I want to say that the that the East Taunton Yellow Jackets did that back they in nineteen. 19- Okay. Yeah, but that was when they were wearing leather helmets and they were recruiting janitors on the side of the road to play left tackle. I mean, it wasn't a good time for the sport at all. They were, I mean, the Green Bay Packers were beating them up and getting rings out of it, but it wasn't a good time for the sport. The quarterback would literally go from um, cleaning the shit and piss out of the bathroom stalls and then he'd be throwing, just throwing dimes all over the field like at, at any minute's notice. Just a great time for the league. Fantastic football played at that point. My goodness. Um, but, you know, I, I know we're trying to think of the last time a team won two, two, and a sh- two straight. I'm going to say that it's never happened ever, especially not for the Patriots, that they've lost no, two straight. No, they didn't do it last year. They didn't Certainly do it not year. in December. Certainly no, not in no. December. They didn't do it. They didn't because, do it. I mean, I'm just trying to think and – you know, there's just – I mean, the Patriots aren't capable of doing this. I mean, look, in all seriousness, I do have a level of concern about some things. But you know what, man? I came away from that game way less mad than I thought I would be because the second half, they only allowed three points. The offense continues to just be, you know, a shot in the dark where you just don't know what the hell's going to happen or what to expect. You know, they had – they had even with all the horrible officiating, which which truthfully, maybe if they get some of those calls correctly, maybe they walk out of there victorious tonight. I mean, that only happens if you're a mentally tough team that you can have all these things go wrong, and then you're still on the final play. You're throwing in the end zone with a shot to tie that baby up. I mean, they've showed me things in these losses that tell me uh-huh. that they are capable of winning us. Uh-huh. You, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I think I think you do because like sometimes you can lose a game and you don't learn anything from it, right? Uh-huh. Then yep. there's times that you learn a game and you think, well, you know what? They showed me mental toughness. And what's something that Bill Belichick likes to preach on, Brayson? Well, LB, if you remember, there was a game they're actually playing the Chiefs back in the 2014 season where at the end of the game, the Patriots were really out of it, but they fought back. And Belichick always talks about how it was kind of like – 
that moment where he said, wow, we actually can really win the Super Bowl. This team is mentally tough. They did fought back. Maybe they didn't execute in the best way on this day, but they are mentally tough, and he had faith in them going forward. I think this is kind of one of those moments, you know, maybe teams in the past or other teams would just shit the bed and not drive all the way down the field or not make these plays or the defense wouldn't get the stop. We've we've watched plenty of Patriots games LB where the defense instead of getting those two punts, forcing the two punts, they would just shit the bed and do nothing and and the Chiefs would just walk down the field and score a touchdown, but that wasn't what the Patriots did. I mean, it was at the end of the day, it's 23 to 16. Last they, week, same they, thing, they right? Some fight. Saw the same they, thing last week versus fight, the Texans. Man. They came back in the Texans game. We didn't talk about it. They showed a lot of fight. And you know what? Maybe LB is it a lot similar in that way because the Miami Miracle, the Patriots, you know, show a little fight on the road in Miami. They're kicking ass, and then all of a sudden, the Miami Miracle happens, and then they play the. They play the Steelers, and it's a shitty game, just an absolute awful game. But at the end of the day, the Patriots have a chance to win that one, or at least tie it up at least, and kind of the same kind of stuff. The team isn't executing right. They're missing blocks and missing assignments. Our good boy Matt Chatham makes some good points, and you know, talking about how it's the team is just kind of doing some bad execution things. And a lot of people would say, you know, this is a bad thing. Patriots don't normally do this stuff, but maybe LB, maybe it's a good thing. They can go into the playoffs, clean this stuff up. We've seen the Patriots. They have Bill Belichick. Isaiah Wynn will get better as time goes on. Maybe Myers stops dropping balls. This is them at their worst. January is not too far off. Maybe they can get it together, LB. What do you think? What do you think about this team's Super Bowl hopes? I think that they're certainly alive. I mean, I see people crying that they're thinking, you know, they're they're going to get the fifth seed. It's like, relax. Look, I, I think that the Bills certainly present an actual very real challenge, and they could certainly come into Foxborough and possibly beat you. But I think that we'll see a similar game to what we saw down in Buffalo. You probably don't see the Patriots offense go too crazy on, on them, but I think the Patriots defense will once again shut down Josh Allen. So I see them beating Buffalo. Next week they have the Bengals. Let's be honest here. They're going to smoke the Bengals. They'll smoke. I mean, they should. They should. I would love to see next week be a tune-up game. And I don't want like a – this week I'm actually taking a moral victory, which is very rare for me to like actually have a small moral victory where I'm thinking, you know what, they lost, but I was extremely pissed at halftime, and then I actually came away from the game thinking, you know what, that was a great game. Came down to the very last play. They made it interesting, which sounds stupid, but you know what, they made it interesting. They made it an actual real football game. It wasn't just some crazy blowout like it looked like it could be for a little while there. They came back, they showed balls, they showed testicular fortitude, and I love to see it. Then they got the Bengals next week. I want to see. I want to see next week be a tune-up, offensively, defensively. I want to see the offense get thirty points. The, I'm, the Bengals are a bad football team. I don't care what metrics. I don't care what their actual defensive rankings are. They suck. Correct. They they suck. They're a shitty football team. I want to see the offense at least score thirty points. I want to see the defense do what they were doing early in the year to all those crappy teams. They were just absolutely shutting them down. Zero points. Three points. Six points. Things like that. And then let's see. Who else do they have left on the schedule? Of course, they have Miami coming to town. What is that? Week 17, I believe. Let's see. They play the Bengals. They play the Dolphins. They play the Bills. Bills. Then they play. And that's it. Wow, right? that's it. Yeah, 10 and 3. So, I, for some reason, I had in my head they have four yeah. games left. So, Bengals, Bills, Dolphins. Certainly 
can go 3-0 and in there. Maybe you lose to the Bills. But like I said, I think that they beat the Bills at home. I think that you see a similar game to what you saw down in Buffalo in week three or week four, whatever it was, week four, I believe. And I think that the Patriots find a way to finish this thing 13-3. and three. If, you, if you're an NFL team and you get 13 wins, you, you are really good. The no, Ravens might, might wind up. <laughs> you're right, actually. The Patriots, <laughs> it, only the Patriots can win 13 games and, like, they suck. They might, they might, the Patriots might win 13 games this year and people will act like they suck and, like, this is the beginning of the end. Isn't that incredible? Last year, LB, it was, you know, they lost to all these non-playoff teams. And this year, it's, well, they don't, be, they don't beat playoff teams. So, if someone make up your mind. Because the Patriots are blowing out these bad teams and the, the playoff teams are beating them this year, but Make up your mind. Last year wasn't good enough. This year it's not good enough. Someone someone please tell me the rules to making a Super Bowl champion. I don't really care as long as the team in the next couple of weeks kind of gets it going on offense. They'll have a nice test against the Bills. They have a nice tune-up game against the Bengals. Maybe they start executing a little better. You know, it might be a little good thing. Team loses two in a row. Tom Brady's pissed. Belichick's pissed. They figure it out. It's the Patriots. They're going to figure it out. Maybe they do lose in the, lose in the playoffs. But I have faith Bill Belichick and Tom Brady will have playing their best ball here come into I've, December, into January. And real quick, I, I'm with you. I have faith, and I'll speak on Tom Brady real quick. I have some concerns, whatever, nothing crazy. You know, I, I don't know where he ranks anymore, truthfully. I would not be stunned if he had just an insane, just crazy, insane, on-fire January where maybe he's still not putting up, you know, what he did in 2017 numbers. But he has a great playoff performance all the way through. Maybe they win a Super Bowl. Who knows, you know? But I have it in my head. What if this is the end? What if the Patriots are going to go out fairy book ending? Maybe fairy tale ending. Tom Brady comes out, lights it up in January. Maybe they walk off of the Super Bowl win. Maybe that's the end of Tom Brady. I don't know. I don't think it's something you want to discuss in the podcast. I, I don't yes, believe I do. They... So you want to talk about where Tom Brady will be in 2000, 2020? Let's, let's do it. Before we do, can we just like point out how big – of like all the ref blunders, the other one we kind of glossed over. We didn't get to. So I'm sorry, a, which one, man? There's a no. Well, it was my fault as well. It's not your fault. I'm, I mean, I'm the one driving this shitty shit, this shitty podcast. You're just kind of here for the ride and should be the talent. <laughs> I'm just, uh, I'm just driving I, this shitty show. But, but you remember I used to say that. I used to say this is why people tune in, man. <laughs> this, is what, this is why they're here. This is why they're listening for this content. But Sammy Watkins pushes, gets so mad at Gilmore, pushes him out of bounds, and then gets on top of him. And, like, no one throws a flag. And it's like, okay. So, look, we've got two guys that are, like, literally 10, 10 yards passed out of bounds. <laughs> They're so far out of bounds that, you know, that did you, you used to have, like, a guy on the sideline, like some shitty coach in high school that would, like, just yell at everyone to get back? <laughs> Yes, you... For, in my school it was this big, <laughs> this big fat large. On, get back. No, believe it or not, it was this big fat large woman who was. Oh goodness! I won't get into it. She was our trainer. She actually played. She was the third string center for some absolutely terrible, god awful women's football league that was like all pads and she minute, she must have weighed she was a good 400 pounds. Is she still active? Probably, she was then. Probably they're on the. <laughs> <laughs> she sucked. That's the funny thing is that she sucked, right? But she would just be yelling at people like all day. It would be like, lady, you're like the trainer. And all you do is you yell, get back on the sidelines. And she was like also like the like equipment, like 
the equipment Nazi where like she was basically like she would see you with like your I would have my jersey rolled up so that my back pad would be showing and she'd be like no uh -uh, you're not doing that I'd be like why can't I look cool I just want to look cool like this is what I see all the sweet college running backs do I have the right number for it I want to look like a sick ass college running back and you just won't let me do it like why but yeah that was her dude she would just be roaming the sidelines with her big giant calves just <laughs> always wearing those like those tan colored like shorts like yeah. they were supposed to be going past the knees but they didn't because she was so big man that was that was a that's that's a trip down memory lane right there maybe one that i could have done without i hope they were so far past the line that they get back people like like they wouldn't even said anything to them. They're like, "Yep, they're behind the line. They're they're ten yards behind the line. They're good." Gilmore and Watkins are good, but no one throws a flag. And it's like, okay, wait a minute. Do you, we remember when Gronk threw someone out the club, and it was a big problem, and they threw a flag. But this was like literally the same play, and nothing happened at all. Nothing. They were so far back that the get back people had to get back just to make it look like they weren't so far back. <laughs> like people were moving. They're like, "Man, they're in our way, kind of." Like we're trying to like. They're trying to get water bottles and shit, and just Watkins is over here, just like mulling people. Okay, well, that was on the Chiefs sideline, right? Yes, it was. So yep. if that's on the Patriots sideline, I'm gonna guess that Bill Belichick has an aneurysm and throws a challenge flag when he doesn't have one, <laughs> and someone yeah. somehow gets a penalty because someone should have got a penalty on that play. Can I speak on my favorite play of the game that Tony Romo was literally crying about, even though it was clearly pushed before he goes out of bounds? How awesome was it when uh, Dante Hightower just, like, pushed Patrick Mahomes, oh who's a big, large human being? He just pushed him into the friggin' heater thing there. Like, he was just like, uh, he just did, like, he was a ragdoll. He just pushed him, and he went flying was, into it. it was, this was not a bad play. This was not an evil play. It was inbounds when he pushed him. And, like, Dante Hightower, what do you want Dante Hightower to ease up on him? Is no, never do that. Why, why yeah. should he not at least get pushed? If you're going out of the bounds, you want to – you push him. Why wouldn't you push him, right? Like, push him. Wouldn't you be mad if, like, he didn't push him and then all of a sudden Mahomes picks up an extra two or three yards? That stuff can make or break a drive. That, and that drive sounds like a salty a guy who, like, broke his collarbone on some dumbass play. Tony Romo, seriously, and I know exactly what you're referring to. Tony Romo, <laughs> seriously, at times with the Patriots, it's like, shut up, dude. Like, I'm sorry. He oozes some serious jealousy because he didn't – he's so fresh from the game. It's not like he's 20 years removed or something. He is just so jealous seeing the Patriots win, and he was just always known as the choke artist who just always choked in big spots. He just never won dick with the Cowboys, never even reached an NFC championship game for crying out loud. The closest he ever got was the play where Dez caught it. Dez didn't catch it. Whatever the hell you want to call it. And I think that there's some serious saltiness coming there from Tony. He loves to sit there and speculate on things that like he just isn't even right about most of the time. And then like because he's Tony Romo, everybody's like, oh my god, Tony's right. He said that that should have been a flag. That should have been a flag. Tony's right. Tony's always right. It's like yeah, Tony's good at. at knowing what play is coming next. But in terms of, like, other things, that guy is a fucking moron. Like, shut up, Tony, you stupid freak. Hey, Tony, get a job. Get a job. Yeah. Get a job, Tony, loser. Get a job. LB, is there any other any other plays you want to talk about? Any other plays, man. Any I... other moments <laughs> from the game, I mean. How about Jonathan Jones just getting cooked up and down the field? I was so mad on that play, by the way, when somehow Deron Harmon does just, like, stands there and just makes absolutely – like, what does Deron Harmon do? What does he do? 
Is he like that? Does he just show up and like he's like the boss's son who just like can work four hours a week and just show up sometimes and just collect a check and like he just has to make an appearance and just show up in his jersey and just he gets paid. Like what is what does Jerron Harmon do? Help me. Help me. <laughs> how about in, another thing? How about in Kale Harry, man? What did he play tonight? He had like one play. Like literally, it's not even just. I know that he obviously had the one play where it was should have been a touchdown. Great play from in Kale Harry. Did he? Was that the only snap he played all night? Honestly, LB. I mean, I might be reading into this too much, but the play where he did get the touchdown that they didn't call and he's just standing on the sideline with the ball in his hand pointing at the ball and the coaches are all pull, pulling him back and we weren't sure if like the refs were going to throw a flag or whatever but did he play much after that i, I remember seeing Maybe something that they said he was i thought i saw something that said he was questionable return with some sort of injury which was just got hurt or something he, that, maybe that's what they claim but i don't remember him playing one snap before that and I don't remember him playing. I feel like if he had any snaps tonight, it was under 10. There's no way he had more than 10. There is no way he was in double-digit snaps tonight. And no unfortunately, way, man. it's kind of the same. feels the same for Mohamed Sanu, which I really like a lot. But after the ankle sprain on the punt return, he really hasn't been – he hasn't just been much of anything, which really sucks. Uh, the last play there at the end of the game, you know, Myers is just dropping passes all over the field on the pass interference. One, one of the pass interferences he got, he drops a pass. And truthfully, he needs to catch that thing, take it to the end zone, not rely on the pass interference. Friggin' bozo clown boy. But he drops the pass. Should have, should have found a way to get into the end zone there. And so that happens. So Jacoby Myers just blows, just has the worst hands I've ever seen. For some reason, Brady trusts him. Final play of the game there for the Patriots offensively. Myers is sitting there open, man. Mohamed Sanu comes free. He's open. But Brady just – I guess it was just drawn up, go to Edelman no matter what. But I, it, it's like they could have actually gotten a first down without scoring a touchdown on that last on that last offensive play. I mean, they – they could have gone a little bit underneath and just gone for the first down and had way more chances at it. And then, you know, it's not the worst thing in the world. Maybe you can burn off some more time. And you don't give the Chiefs the ball back and you take it right to overtime. Maybe you want – I mean, there's a lot of things to talk about. The referees were absolute dog shit. The, the Patriots run game with some Sonny Michelle, five carries, eight yards. Loving that first round pick this year. And Kale Harry, I mean, one catch, whatever, how many yards. Should have been a touchdown. Like I said, I, I don't think he even played five snaps tonight. I, I could be wrong. I just don't remember. I have a, I'm pretty good at, like, noticing players out on the field most of the time. Like, he, he – I would I, – I look for Nkail Harry, and I just couldn't find him all night. Just just a lot of weird things that happened tonight. Deron Harmon, what does he do? Question mark, what does he do? I don't know. Hashtags boogeyman. Oh, man. LB, you know – we love our boogeymen, but if I see any boogeyman tweets where they're selling their merch, I might lose my mind. And like you said, they did a good job tonight. They held Chiefs 23 points, three points in the second half. They were put in a bad spot in that first half. Brady throws the bad interception. The Chiefs get a touchdown out of it. John, Jonathan Jones has had his probably his worst two weeks as a New England Patriot, truthfully, that I, that he's had on any, in any stretch. He's probably yeah, had Yeah, I don't remember John Jones actually ever having a bad game until these last two weeks. Thoughts on Stephon Gilmore? <sighs> if I speak 
I will be in big trouble. <laughs> well, I will speak. I will speak. And I will say this. I think he's still the best cornerback in the NFL this year. I think he was better last year. His peak was so high. La- like, okay, I'll, I'll just go ahead and say it. His peak was so high last year. So absolutely high that I remember coming on this podcast and talking about who should guard Tyreek Hill? Should Gilmore guard him? Yeah, Gilmore should. I remember, I, I think I was arguing that Gilmore should guard Hill. Any wide receiver, any tight end, you just throw Gilmore on and you feel okay about it. And I'm just ta- I'm just talking about a complete fan, me as a fan. And it feels like this year you say Gilmore on Hill. Nope. E- everyone listen to this right now, they say, nope, nope, don't do it. Don't put Gilmore on Hill. Don't, don't, don't do it. What about Mikio? Nope. Too fast. Don't do it. Nope. What about Kels? I mean, he did it like, nope. Nope, they didn't nope. do it. Put him on Watkins. Yeah, put him on he Watkins. A, he has a Watkins, hip. Watkins is a good he's gonna race him. He's a good player, but if you're gonna die one on one with someone, I don't know. I'd rather just stick Gilmer on on Kels or someone like that. I mean, he's having a great season. He's undoubtedly top five corner, but his peak last year, I want to emphasize that his peak was so high. He's that he was an A++++ last year. And now maybe this year he's just an A-, minus, which is still really, really good. Really, really good. Maybe I'm wrong, but that's the way it feels to me. With all those A-pluses, he could have still been an A+. Plus, you know what I mean? With that A++++. Plus, so plus, plus. Well, do they rule each <laughs> other so out because pluses. of double no, negatives? I, I'm with, I, I, you know, I don't know, actually. I'm with you, man. I mean, look, great, great. To me, for for my money, he's still the best in the game. Especially, I don't know, maybe I'm wrong. It feels like cornerback plays a little bit down this year. The past few years, Jalen Ramsey, Jalen Ramsey has certainly taken a step back. Where I don't, I don't think anybody realistically should be considering him in that that same threshold that he once was. Um, you know, when it, it's just been last week, I felt like he gave up a couple. He did, he gave up pretty much nothing to Hopkins. He certainly didn't get cooked or anything. Like Hopkins was trying to claim, of course, that. Um, you know, that he was getting doubled every time he was on the field. And I know that Stephon Gilmore kind of clapped back. Then once his face clapped back and it just, it feels like these guys are even getting more goofy on social media. All right. I'll be the last couple of things we're going to talk about here. Going to get some Brady future talk. Get some AB and Des talk because apparently we have to talk about that because people are bringing up, but people bring up things as our main man, Tom E. Kern, who once famously told me to put on a shirt, which I did. So W for Tom. I took an O there. I put on a shirt. So he actually took a W there. But our main man, Tom E. Kern, says that he foresees Tom Brady is not returning. It's not looking good, according to him. LB, can you can go ahead and go on if you want right now. Josh, Actually, Josh Gordon just slipped and fell. So, by the way, so our hero is... Uh, Lost his power, so nice job. He has lost his power. You are correct. He just looks – he doesn't look like the same guy. I mean, he's, he had, he actually looked better in New England than he does in Seattle. He was at least getting open. I remember he got got wide open versus the Redskins, and Brady missed him there. And it was so close, but it was – you know, it wasn't a connection. But, I mean, it was almost a big touchdown. Boy, the Redskins, I'm longing for games like that where Brady was putting up 300 yards, three touchdowns, and having a pass rating of over 100. 
you know, I know they're casual stats, but I mean, now we're getting games like 170 yards, 63 point something pass every, every week. It feels like with a touchdown and a pick, it's just been, you know, in my opinion, I'll say it like this. I don't think the best thing for Tom Brady to do would be to go play somewhere else. What do you think, think about the article? I'll be? You know, I read the article. I didn't, I don't know how much. Hey, how you feel, LB? I, I worry. I mean, I don't think – I just I, – I guess I'm very torn because I don't want Brady to go play somewhere else. I mean, I definitely worry that he will. I'm not sure how to think about this. It's I truthfully have never struggled so hard to find the words or something. It's like I think a part of me tries to convince the other part of my brain, you know, that it, it wouldn't happen. And then there's – I mean, truthfully, I don't think Brady's at the level – anymore where going to another team would be good for his legacy i mean a guy like joe namath ends up finishing you know he ends up going for a play for another team i think johnny unitas ended up playing you know these guys they they go play for another team you know joe, joe montana in a chief's uniform it's just i you know i don't like the I, the thought of it because you know i worry that he's gonna go somewhere else and struggle in a brand new offense with all these new guys and he's not gonna play well and that the patriots are gonna play well without him and it, we just know how the world, the way the world is, that everything is so prisoner of the moment. And, you know, I just, you know, the takes would be scorching hot. I'll tell you that. The takes would be scorching hot. You know, Tom Brady looking like a system quarterback as he sucks now. And, you know, with the Chargers, he's not playing great. He's having a similar year to last year. And, you know, maybe age has finally caught up with Tom Brady and the Patriots are winning and Bill Belichick's proven that he carried Tom Brady all those years. Blah, 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 blah. I mean, you already know how it would be. I hope he chooses to either retire or he returns here as the quarterback because I've said this before. I've said it many times. This captain right here, I go down with the ship. I love me some Tom Brady. I mean, I don't know if he's going to be – I don't know what to if they if they brought in some serious weapons in the offseason. Let's say that they get Odell Beckham Jr. Let's say that they, you know, they find him a pretty good tight end, an actual NFL tight end who just isn't complete garbage that doesn't do anything but provide you know one or two catches a night. You know, maybe he comes back and he plays well. Maybe he doesn't. I don't know. But I would I would my my ideal scenario would be Tom Brady returning to the Patriots, and them getting him more offensive help. That would be my ideal scenario so that, you know, it can at least look like they tried and everybody, you know, that's my ideal scenario is that he returns and they get him more help. That's, that's to me would be the best situation. What do you, I mean, what do you, what do you think? What, not only do you, okay. So I guess I'd present it to you. What do you think is going to happen? What do you, what do you kind of want to happen? Cause what do I think is going to happen? I can't seem to decide. My brain won't allow me to come to a decision on what's going to happen in my, what I think is going to happen. It's weird. It's very hard for us to be emotionally capable of making any decisions without bias and we're talking about the one person in our life that has shown us the consistency who has shown us the most joy no matter who you are tom brady if you're a patriots fan has showed you more joy than any other person in your entire family i don't care who they are it's tom brady tom brady over literally everyone i have a question lb does tom brady care about passing Peyton Manning and all of his stats you know I don't I don't think he does but when you've won six Super Bowls and you want to what did he what did Tom Brady mean when he said he was going to play another five to seven years and he wanted and he's created this brand and he wants to play another five to seven years he wants to play to his 45 and 
he's always talked about when I suck, I'm gonna hang it up. So what does he mean? I do think that the brand thing is big to him, and I think that he would love to continue to play to 45 so he can really push his brand and say, look, I made it until I was 45 years old playing at a high level, but does that really work if you're playing at the same level as he is this year, truthfully? I mean, if he goes out there and has an 85 pass, and I'm, I'm using some of the more casual stats here. I know that that's what we call him, casual, you know, and, you know, he's having down years statistically across the board. He's putting up, you know, just barely getting to 20 touchdowns and, you know, he's not having good statistics and he's in, you know, the twenties for just about every passing statistic basically. And I mean, is that how he wants to go out to his two, three, four more years of what we're seeing this year? Or would he rather go out with, you know, he had a little bit of a down year this year and a lot of people, you know, say, you know, it's justifiable, you know, he didn't have the help, but maybe he comes back next year. He's in Patriots with all bunch of new weapons and, you know, a new offensive coordinator, because there's also people saying that Josh McDaniels is out. Maybe next year he comes in and he has a big year next year. I don't know. I don't know, man. I mean, what do you – I know you're getting at something. I'm not exactly sure what, but do I think he cares about Peyton's records? I mean, at what point – at some point, what's he playing for anymore? Because we know it's not Super Bowl rings, right? I mean, then again, it's the same guy that says his favorite ring's the next one. So maybe he does – maybe he thinks that he wants eight rings. <laughs> know maybe he's put this number like in his head like i'm not retiring until i get eight super bowl rings i mean i don't know i don't know what he's playing for anymore truthfully i'd say he's playing for his brand yeah he probably he probably really is and i love tom brady very much i want tom brady here but maybe maybe i'll be massively wrong about this but i think is i don't think it's bad to say maybe tom brady just i mean in the offseason what did tom brady want he just wanted that extension to where he could play to the, with the Patriots till he's 45. And the Patriots said, no, nah, we're, we're going to give you another year. And the question is, do the Patriots give him that extension till he's 45? And if they don't, what does Brady do? Can he find another team that will give him an extension till he's 45? Or does he get year-by-year deals? If that's true, he probably stays with the Patriots. But I think if the Patriots say, no, give you another year, they're not doing this for the 45 thing we're playing it year by year i think tom brady would say okay i can get three years whatever somewhere else i love you guys very much bill belichick the patriots craft love you all very much but i will find another team that will give me the security and maybe i don't win a whole bunch of super bowl rings but you know what i've done that i've won all those rings and if i if i win with this team or take the Chargers to the playoffs or win a play a couple playoff games with the Chargers or heck even go into Foxborough, win a playoff game, something like that. That would mean a, a lot for my career. Maybe Brady feels that way, but I, I think that's kind of what it is. Brady wants to be there. The Patriots want Brady to be there, but at what, on what terms do each do they want to be there? Like, will the Patriots give him that extension? Will he, take a one year i don't know man it's gonna be it's gonna be really weird i think brady has has bigger goals like he wants to play to his 45 and i think he does actually care about passing those records and passing manning and stuff like that why would you not care i mean if you were that close to passing the all-time records and everything i think that's something i would think about and at least not often i would think about it at least a couple times i think brady's probably thought about that i think that's the case and i think I don't know if the Patriots are willing to do it. I would be very sad. However, I want Tom Brady to stay. But if Tom Brady does leave, and perhaps maybe Jared Stidham stays, and 
you have his rookie cap deal. I would be really excited for that too, as weird as it sounds. Jared Stidham on a rookie cap hit. Maybe he does stink, but you get to surround him with, you can just sign a bunch of really good players. I mean, maybe, I don't know who's a free agent next year, but they maybe they trade some picks for players and they just go youth and they just pay skill players and the defense is still intact and they take Tom Brady's cap hit, convert him to offensive help for Jared Stidham and Bill Belichick still is, takes a hold of the defense. I think every everything is exciting for a, as a Patriots fan. It would suck to see Tom go. It would suck really bad, but it would also be exciting for the next chapter. I don't know. What about you? You know, I hear that and I immediately get salty because I start thinking, you know, take take and surround Stidham with weapons. You know, f that guy. Surround Tom. You know, I can't. I swear, it's like I get a little salty. Just I, I want to. I want to <laughs> surround Tom Brady with weapons too. LB, like I know I what think, you're saying. I totally do. I, I and you know what, LB, I'm gonna get massive hate. LB's gonna hate me. He's gonna hang up on me right now after I say this. But you know, you know what I want, LB. Um, Antonio Brown. <laughs> Dude, look. Uh, Antonio yeah. Brown, he apologized. He's doing his best. Brady's typing his Instagram messages. If you don't believe me, ask Tom Curran. Wait. Antonio Brown, come back, please. I love you. At this point, Bryson, why the hell not, man? I know that we kind of broke some news a few weeks ago. People could choose to believe us, don't believe us, whatever. We got literally everything correct. You know, why not, man? You know... Brady is I want to unhappy. Win games. Yeah, you want to win games. And in a way, I think that a lot of this stuff has actually almost turned in favor of Antonio Brown. I think a lot of people would actually all of a sudden be – a lot of people you notice – it's funny that people say this, right? Hey, you notice all those stories went away once once Gronk was out of the – well, where were you guys when he was here? Because all I saw was all these people bitching and moaning about him from other fan bases. And then all of a sudden he's not on the team and you hear a ton of – well, look, you know, where had all those stories? It's like, yeah, well, where were you guys a few weeks ago? You know, we could have we could have used some of your some of your love for Antonio Brown then too, because you know, this is by that I mean like fans of other teams that all of a sudden seem to support him more than they ever did before. Now they all of a sudden support him, but you know, back then they all acted like you know he was guilty as charged, especially because he played for the Patriots. I mean, at this point, dude. I Go, please. I mean, let it happen, please. I, I don't let it happen. I would totally be happy if it happens. I don't expect it to happen. I have zero faith that it would yeah, happen at this point. A few but weeks I, ago, I, made I thought a, it I made a petition, OB, and it got like 1,700 signatures. And I, I mean, maybe President Trump forwards it to Kraft and puts it on his <laughs> desk, and then he shreds it and immediately flips me off in his head, and it's over. But I did my part. You did do your part. This is true. You did do your part. At this point, I have no clue what what petitions accomplish anymore i've kind of i felt like they used to almost accomplish things now i don't think they do truth you know what i mean i feel like they used to actually kind of accomplish stuff where like Kraft would see it and be like "Uh oh he got two thousand signatures now i have to sign him do you know what i mean but can you imagine if like that happened and he was and he goes like on twitter and the patriots are like so bryce and nfl started this petition where we figured that because he got to this is why we're signing antonio brown you know what i mean they could totally just blame you and they just use you as the scapegoat for like why they went against everything that they that they supposedly stand for to sign this you know horrible person that Kraft hates they can use you you actually put yourself in front of the you kind of use yourself as a human shield in this, and the Patriots should actually take advantage of it, in my opinion. That's okay. just my two cents. 
you know what? I you know I'll take the AB hate. I'll take it all day long. I'll I'll, t- I'll take that one on the chin. But I just want to just go you know, out out of my way to just roast someone right now. Is it gonna all, be with that dude Riggard? And all <laughs> and all these takes. How about this? So KFC Barstool. Well, by the way, Portnoy retweeting us. That that was a massive W for the podcast and the brand. We're retweeting you. Was there something I missed? The podcast related? Yeah. Well, well, you and I are one. We are one. We're yin yang. <laughs> we're we're all together here. But he says he says Tom Brady has had his penis suck for two decades, talking about how no matter who he has around him, he wins. He makes everyone better. Never had best weapons. Turned regular players and Hall of Famers. But now it's the weapons around him can't go both ways. Okay, I've heard this take a lot, and to this I say this. Look, Tom Brady's 40 fucking two. He's 42. He's 42 years old. To even think that a 42-year quarterback could be playing at the number one level in the entire NFL is absurd. You're absurd for thinking this. You're absurd for expecting this. And it is absurd that I'm even having this conversation with you on my podcast. But he's 42. He's no longer GOAT status, and that is okay because you know what? He's 42. Name me all the quarterbacks at 42 that were playing at top 10 level in the NFL. You would think you'd take Brady away from the Patriots, put him on the Chiefs, put him on whatever team you want. Minus the circumstance. I mean, PFF still has him top 10 despite his awful numbers because they factor into this as well. Name me the quarterbacks at 42 that, are, that would do this and we would – criticize him for this did we criticize pete manning for having a noodle arm i mean we knew he was done he was done the guy had been done but with well, we tom didn't brady, use it against like, his, this, his why legacy is this, why is this affecting tom brady's like i don't i don't get it anything tom brady did after the fourth super bowl ring the fifth super bowl ring was just icing and now he's on a bad team offensive team and he's 42 years old and we're roasting him for it that doesn't make a whole lot of sense Oh, it's clownish. It's absolutely clownish. And, you know, it's one of those things where you don't want somebody – people are actually using this edition of him right now as if it proves that they were – aha, I got you. Like sports talk, ah, <laughs> I showed you. I told you guys he was carried by his defense. Like, okay, he's so, so in his age 42 season, he might be getting carried more by his defense. Okay. So in his age 42 season, he has to deal with absolute dog crap, and he's not as good at it as he was at age 36. What is your – like, what's the overall point of that? It's so stupid. It's so stupid. And like I said earlier, prisoner of the moment, it's it's – we live in a society that is just one – it's so prisoner of the moment and the newest thing is the best thing and whatever's going on right now is the correct correct way of looking at it. Like it's just so goofy, man. Like Emmett Smith in his final years, you know, when he was at Arizona Cardinal, he totally proved to me that he wasn't that great of a running back. I mean <laughs> yeah, if you exactly. look at Jerome – if you look at Jerome Bettis in his last year – to me, that proved that he's not a Hall of Famer. Hey, he's Peyton Manning was last year LB, when, when he was throwing yep. those hospital balls and getting Emmanuel Sanders big CTE and winning yep. games on the backbone of his defense. Man, that really affected his legacy. This is, it, it was proof that he was actually garbage all those years. Actually, and what's funny is that that actually that year ended up going completely opposite where his numbers sucked and he ends up getting a Super Bowl win out of it, whereas the rest of his career, his numbers were great and he usually 
didn't do anything in the playoffs. You know what I mean? So it's like people didn't do that. It, it is so strange that people are using his age 42 season against him. I just hope that we don't see that. That's why I can't imagine. Like at some point he's better off getting out earlier than he is later because you just know that this isn't going to stop. If he continues to play until he's, you know, 46 and every other year is like this, then it does kind of become like more of a thing where it's like, oh, well, you know, he's top five, but, you know, he had all those years where he wasn't that. It's just so stupid. It's such a weird way of thinking. I can't even figure it out. It's so stupid. It's pretty sad that you even have to explain it to somebody because, first off, that KFC Barstool guy is an absolute scumbag, and I just wish that they wouldn't even employ the guy, but I don't feel like Barstool exactly, you know, stands for, you know, being the nicest – Whatever. KFC Barstool sucks. That guy sucks. That's who you're talking about, right? He's the Barstool guy? Yeah, right. Uh, K- KFC? Yeah, that guy's a douchebag. Cheated on his pregnant girlfriend with, like, a absolutely not even... Like, F him, dude. Seriously. Go cheat on your girlfriend, buddy. Your pregnant wife. You absolute piece of shit. Sitting there trying to be like, I'm getting people mad on Twitter. It's like, okay, bro, why don't you go be with your family and not cheat on your wife, you scumbag? Holy loser. shit. Obi is owning. We love I mean, seriously, the guy's, the guy's a piece of shit. Everybody has to sit here and listen to these pieces of shit now. Just act like they're like this moral compass. Like, shut up. Friggin' idiot. I love it, OB. You know what? I, I gotta say this. OB and I, are, are we just gonna guarantee the Patriots are going to the Super Bowl? Should we just do that? Yeah, why not? The Patriots are going to the Super Bowl and they're gonna win and you will weep. You will cry about this fact. Thanks for coming on, OB. I love to see it. You know, I hope the Patriots fans aren't crying too bad about this. Actually, should I just tell you a gym story real quick? I think I got yeah. one. Yeah, I no, got, tell me your gym story. I got, I got one gym corner, L. Bryson corner. Sorry for ending so prematurely. I, I wanted to talk to you about this, actually, but we didn't get to pod. So I'm lifting in the gym the other day, and it reminds me of the time where LB was talking about his dad, talking about how your form should be perfect and you shouldn't rush through things. And it was early in the morning, and I was rushing. I had my neck turned a certain way, and I was doing shoulder press, and I kinked my neck, and I've had muscle spasms in my neck for a week. I haven't done anything. Sleeping is hard. Lifting things is hard. Turning my neck is hard. I'm like a I'm like a human cardboard box with the way I just turn my whole body and not my neck. You know, it's a bad thing. It's a bad thing. Don't rush. If you don't have time to go to the gym, don't go to the gym. Don't be an idiot like me. Don't rush through your lifts. Don't do any of this. Be smarter. Listen to LB's dad. He's a much better person than the rest of us, and he's way smarter than me. And I don't know him, <laughs> but he's probably a lot more handsome too. So you should just take these words and just tattoo them on yourself and just run with it. He, I would say, you know, a lot of people said, you know, that I looked like my. I used to almost take offense, but you know, ever since he did, he passed away, obviously, and then I started kind of thinking more like, you know, that's not so bad. People could say I look like him. At least it's like, you know, carrying on like my dad actually had phenomenal. I, I know that you study it more, so you would probably be like the new aged edition of what my dad was, and. It actually goes hand in hand because it's cool that you actually listen to some of the things that I've told you that, you know, he told me he actually had phenomenal advice that he would go on stuff when it came to lifting, dude, like I could work out and do all this crazy stuff. and I would feel like I was getting so jacked and then I would work out with him for like three months and everybody would be like, dude, are you juicing? I'd be like, I've just been working out with my dad. So, yeah, I mean, I guess I, guess I kind of have been juicing. I've been working out with my dad. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> it was kind of cool. Awesome. 
But That's I awesome, was I, I I loved working out with my dad. I actually totally miss it because my dad was seriously the greatest motivation because dude, he would do it. He'd be sore, he'd be hurting, different things would be bothering him because you know he got older and he would still do it. Whereas I would be the one like, ah, we could take today off. It's not a big deal. And then sometimes we're like, ah, maybe we will. And then literally like we'd get home and be like, come on, son, we gotta go work out. And it'd be like, ah, uh, are you sure? I mean, we talked about taking no, we gotta do it. Are you sure? I mean, do we really? Yeah, we got to do it, son. If we don't do it today, then we're just not going to do it. And I'm like, fuck, he's right. I got to do it. And it's like, how are you? And I remember one time I didn't because I was like, no, you know, I'm still too tired. I'm too tired, dad. I'm not doing it today. You know, and I could hear him down there working out. And I was like, all right, I'm never doing that again. He's like down there grunt. And I'm like being a lazy slob just laying in my bed. Like, I can't do that again. You know, just can't do it. Can't win with him. Can't do it. And you know what? If you're not available to go to the gym because you have a dumbass neck injury because you're a complete moron, then you you also just you're you're a complete fat slob, which is what I am right now. So I really hate to see it. I'm trying to get over it, taking some ibuprofen, trying to get some massages. Who knows? Maybe I'll hit up Kraft's place. I don't know. I don't know. I'll be. Christ, where is it? Did I? Can you hear me? Yeah. Can okay. you hear me? I thought my, I, yeah, I thought my mic. I, I thought my mic. Sh- <laughs> the season over. <laughs> the season. The pa- The season's over. The Patriots just won the Super Bowl. So. Oh, I just, oh, I just woke up. The Patriots won. Okay. <laughs> yeah, you the Patriots won the Super Bowl. Uh, Tom Brady just won his seventh Super Bowl. He actually announced he's coming back because the Patriots acquired Odell Beckham Jr. and they also acquired. Um, AB's back. And AB's back. Okay. Can you imagine those scenario where Antonio Brown comes back and OBJ comes back? You would just have like the entire alphabet basically for nicknames. You would have JE11, OBJ, AB. What else can we do with that? And Kale Harry. Yeah, that kind of sucks. He can be N- NKH. That doesn't sound good. If that happened, okay. I think it would be okay to suggest that they would need a whole wing at some like ward, like some psych ward, so they all like <laughs> don't do extremely stupid stuff together. I would say that's probably pretty fair, actually. Yeah, I'd say that's pretty fair. <laughs> LB, my man, thanks for coming on and just getting over this loss of me. I feel, feel a lot better after talking to you. I'm sure everyone's going to listen and probably feel a lot better. But love to see it. Love you. Title Talk, absolutely owning. I love you too, brother. Title Talk, owning as always. Patriots owning gonna win the super bowl it's a guarantee it's a lock it's a sure thing and everybody else can absolutely weep and ab will resign with the patriots i love this that's music to my holy cow i love this song see you later lb